Mike, I have a, an absolute hell of an opener. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I texted you uh, a little earlier today with uh, news that will go down in internet history, my friend. Rick Astley today got Rickrolled. Yeah, that's right. You did send me this this information. Yes, and um, then <laughs> ever since then, it's been like three hours later, every post on Reddit is about Rick Astley getting Rickrolled, and it's the best day ever. What exactly happened? Because the screenshot you sent me was just of the person reacting mm-hmm. to the fact that he's talking to Rick Astley. Yeah, so this is exactly what happened. Um, if I can find it real quick. Hang on. I should have pulled this up before. Welcome to the Weekly Undertaking, by the way. This has nothing to do with the actual Are you show. Me? Alex, you're the one that starts this episode. You don't. You have all the time to prepare that you need. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, anyway, oh what, what, what had happened was... How unprofessional. I know, right? What had happened was that Rick Astley, um, I forget on which subreddit, maybe Old School Cool, posted like an old picture he found while he was like cleaning out his house of him just like riding a bike, and it was cool. And then, you know, people started commenting to him and just like asking him questions about the picture and stuff, and he answered on a few of them. And then one of the comments was, is this the real Rick Astley? And he responded like, yeah. And then they sent that comment I, I showed you in the picture. Let me pull that up to read. It, it said, um, I think I might cry. It's actually you. I met you at a backstage event when I was 12. Seriously, a big fan. I've seen you in concert five times. And um, backstage event was linked to something. Uh, theoretically, the backstage event like uh, video. Or something. Uh. And then Rick Astley <laughs> clicked on it. And I, I checked this for myself. I clarified it myself. It was a Rickroll. And Rick Astley oh, just... so smart. And Rick Astley oh, just responded that. with uh, the clapping hands emoji. That's nice. So I think that's this is, yeah. great. So now everyone's freaking uh, out about it. Yeah. Uh, the only... The, the, the best... That's incredible. The best Twitter interaction or Reddit interaction rather that I've ever seen also comes from Rick Astley. It's when he did his AMA like two or three years ago. Yeah, you want to talk um, about that? So Rick Astley was on was on Reddit. He was just doing an AMA. He was like, I'm Rick Astley. Ask me anything. Mm-hmm. And the first question naturally that was replied to him was, are you ever going to give me up? And his response was just go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. It had the most upvotes, the most awards that I've ever seen on a comment. It was incredible. <laughs> it is. And, you know, it's fun. I've learned a little bit about his history with, like, how that song kind of rose to infamy in uh, internet culture. And for the most yeah. part, he's, like, really cool about it. And he actually, like, really likes it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, like, I'm part sure, of his... How re- can you not? Yeah, I think part of his not? response there was just, like... Uh, like just like poking fun, but also like I'm sure he gets that question like a billion times. Every time he's walking down the street, it's just <laughs> hey, you ever yeah. gonna give me up? Yeah, exactly. It's it. Um, he he's got to be tired of it. I and but I mean, like you said, you can't get mad at it because every time someone clicks on clicks on that link, it gives him money. <laughs> yeah, that's he, true. He, he has so, no right to complain. Yeah, no, being a meme icon that huge is basically just set him for life forever and his kids and his grandkids and his great grandkids forever. Absolutely. So good yeah, for him. 100%. <laughs> Everyone's really uh, happy about um, him getting Rickrolled and uh, we can celebrate. It's a good day. It's a good day. That's, a, that's a wholesome interaction on, on the internet where there are so many 
not so wholesome interactions. Totally. But uh, aside from uh, this opener, this is actually going to be a very artsy, fartsy episode, which I hope you're excited for, Mike, because I am. It sure is. Let's do the intro proper, though. This is Welcome, everybody, to The Weekly Undertaking. I am Mike. My name is Alex, and this is the podcast where we try a different thing every single week. And then we talk about it not so live on air. Yeah. Uh, this is... Yeah. Uh, so this week we decided to do an art challenge because as you can probably tell by the audio quality, uh, we are still separated due to the current, uh, pandemic, but we'll, we hope to reunite sometime soon. Yes. Um, but we can't really do things outside. We can't really do the things that we would normally be doing, uh, in summer because of social distancing requirements. So, uh, not instead, because I think this is actually a pretty solid challenge. Um, we, we've been, we've been doing mostly indoor activities and this week we decided to do an art swap. Yeah, son. You want to explain what an art swap is, Alex? Fine, son. An art swap for the naughty little boys and girls, um, who didn't stay until the end of last week's episode is a challenge where two people or more, decide to uh, take it upon themselves to create artwork for the other person over a given amount of time, either with or without a theme. Mike and I... Yes. Yes. Decided... Yeah, we decided... Yeah. You want to ask that question a little louder? Uh, Sure. (laughs) Yes, we decided to do a theme. We actually picked this uh, using a random word generator. Yes. Uh, And what was our word slash theme this week, Alex? The word we made an art about was p-e-s-t pest yes correct uh as you said last week there was a little bit of confusion about that but we we worked it out (laughs) i thought Um, he said past yeah it was just as funny as it sounds right now totally uh yeah but yeah that was what we did over the past week and longtime listeners of this show uh that assumes we have longtime listeners but longtime listeners of the show will know uh, Alex is an art boy, and I most certainly am not. Well, you're an art boy in your own special way. That's a very nice way of saying I'm not an art boy. You're welcome. But <laughs> yeah, I'm. I like. I like the arts. I learned a lot about it at school, and um, you college of arts. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I think I'm okay at it, and I'm excited to to share a. Uh, now that I actually look at what I made, super bougie like art piece about the word oh, pest great i am so excited <laughs> to see your artistic flex that's exactly what this episode is going to be you you just flexing on on me with your artistic talents i mean we'll see it's i mean we'll see i mean i made yeah. it in like a day because i forgot about this challenge until two days ago <laughs> great great i actually you know what i'm gonna say this I am actually really proud of my of my art piece. That's great. Uh, I am sincerely happy with it. Uh, I think it's the best piece of art I've done in a very long time. It's a very, very, very low bar, but I'm very happy with it. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see how. I'm gonna send it, send you mine first, okay. so that well, I don't, so that I can enjoy this art piece. Uh, <laughs> well, that's amazing, dude. Bad. Before you show me yours. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's awesome, dude. I'm I'm really yeah. happy. But by the way, 
Both of these pieces will be up on our Instagram page at Weekly Undertaking on June 21st, 2020. Uh, if you're listening to this far in the future and want to take a look at them, uh, that's how you can find it. Just yeah. You may have to and scroll just- a little bit depending on when you're listening to this. All right, I got the image right. and it's loading, so I can't see it yet. It's just the, okay, great. the Discord dancing cubes of death. <laughs> um, probably I, for a little should bit. Should I text it to you normally? Uh why the hell not? It may actually be faster. But it could also okay. load at any point. We will see. Well, vamp, Alex. Just keep going. All right. It's lo- the sir, the squares are dancing in a s- clockwise formation on this gray box that is presumably... Oh, my God. I am never letting you vamp ever hey, again. Hey, there it is. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I see it. Damn. Yeah, there, there you go. There's, okay. there's my thing. Why don't you describe it, Alex? Great. Okay. Um, well, there's a lot of words to this, but initially, there's a lot of words on the bottom. Yeah, no, and I will describe. I will. I will describe seeing. to you the work. Um, and uh, if you're on our Instagram, you'll probably see Mike's. It in the top right corner. It says Pest Fest 20 for 2020. Uh, a picture of a Zubat from Pokemon versus a mosquito. And then, I'm very impressed that you recognize that as a mosquito. No, dude, you got yeah. the you got the long nose and the wings and the bloody sack in the back. And then at the bottom, it says, "Place your bets on who will be the best pest in the West. Don't jest. Skip the rest and just come to Pest Vest." All the emphasized <laughs> words are uppercased and underlined in uh, pencil. No, no, don't give me that much credit. Every everything of color here that you see is uh, is crayon. I, I um, had a feeling it was crayon, but I didn't want to say. I mean, nothing yeah. wrong with crayon. It's a fun, innocent uh, yeah. um, form of self-expression. Well, I mean, okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I This is probably the same 30-pack of Crayola crayons that I used when I was like eight years old and then just haven't touched for like 10 years at this point. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I heard the word pest and I thought of things that were annoying. So I drew the two things that were the most annoying in the world and decided that they were going to fight. Yeah, I hear that. Say again. No, I hear that. I kind of agree with you. These two things are very, very annoying. Yeah. Uh, Zubat from when you know you're you're running through the game of Pokemon, just wanting to like catch catch a Zapdos or some shit, and then this guy jumps out at you, and you gotta wait thirty minutes to to kill every single Zubat in the cave. There are yeah, Zubats are also mosquitoes. Yeah, they're they're bad. Zubats are like the mosquitoes of the Pokemon world in that they always show up, even when you don't want them to, and they always yeah, they do. Glorious. They always do small amounts of damage that are just annoying. You know, it's not yeah. ever dangerous. It's just annoying. Yeah, yeah, no, they. I mean, I think they're notorious across all gaming, not just Pokemon, for being just annoying. As no, shit. totally, um, totally. But yeah, that's uh, that that's that's what my drawing is. I decided that I would draw them, and I drew them, and I drew the versus symbol, and then I was like. You know what? I think I can keep going. And so I made it into a, like, I tried to make it into a boxing poster. And I just went way too hard on on the rhyming puns. I love it. That that wasn't in the initial design. I just realized that after I drew everything, there was, like, 
an entire bottom quarter of the page was just fucking blank <laughs> and I needed to find something to fill it with. No, I so I did I did the puns. And what? I'm you know what? Yeah. Honestly, I am happy that I actually was able to legibly create these things in a recognizable fashion. You know, I'm, I'm happy yeah. with myself. I had no uncertainty of what you were going for. I knew right away from seeing it exactly what it was. Um, yeah. And I, I was able to clearly understand what you were going for, which is the most important thing when making art. It's about creating a way to communicate through a visual medium and you have certainly carried over the exact idea you've wanted to share through the art of crayon. I exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will say, Alex, thank you for for legitimizing my uh, shitty ass drawing of 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 an implied boxing mask max, match between a uh, cartoon bat and a mosquito. But you know what? You're right. This is high ass art, and I believe you cannot beat this. So. Yeah. Yeah. You You know what? Thank you for screwing me, Mike. I've been asking you to do it for almost 100 episodes now, and you finally did it with a picture of a bat and a mosquito that you made with love. Damn fucking right. Yeah. What else do you want to say about this picture, Alex? Because I sure... I poured my blood, sweat, and tears into it, but I sure as shit don't know what else to say. No, I hear you. What uh, drew you towards using blue and orange for the versus symbol? And why'd you make it Um, the way you did? Well, bl- blue because Zubat, and orange because the red crayon broke, and uh, <laughs> I, I wanted something that would relatively re- represent the mosquito, and so, yeah. I mean, it's a nice compliment. Blue and orange are opposites on the color wheel, at least in the physical realm. Digitally, it's way is that different. True? How, do you, how, do you, how are you able to tell what is opposite another color? I mean, I can tell it looks good because the Mets have the same colors, but, um, <laughs> what, how do you, how are you able to tell what's opposite? What on a color wheel? Isn't that just randomly put together? A color wheel is not, is not a random thing. All of the, every single color wheel is in a very specific order, which is the order of just a rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet, purple slash whatever. All right. Well, then, what about the colors that aren't on the rainbow? Like fucking uh, 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 magenta. Magenta is a combination of red and a little bit of blue or turquoise. I don't know. I haven't mixed magenta in a while. Most other. What about brown? What about brown? Brown's not on the rainbow. Brown is a combination of all the colors, actually. Really? At least in. Um, physical mediums in digital mediums. If you combine all the colors, you get white. Why? I don't know. That's just the way computer screens work. Or is it black? Sounds like that sounds like that sounds fucking dumb. It's not dumb. It's just how it. It's just how it is. I don't know. It's just you know. You heard it here first, everybody. Computers are fucking dumb. We should kill them all. Great. Thank you for listening to us. By the way, on what I'm sure is a device that is able to compute things. Well, it's wrong, okay? I don't know what to tell you. It's wrong about colors. So what else? If, if Listen, 
we learn colors first thing in kindergarten. If they if computers can't do colors good, then then what the fuck are we using them for? I Mike, I just love your baseless conspiracy talk about colors because you it's it's just making me happy. Yeah, I'm glad. I can tell by the way that you're clearly speaking in a monotone voice. I'm I'm glad <laughs> that you're enjoying this. I just tried my best to keep my cool. <laughs> One other thing I like, it's a small thing, but you chose to have the orange of the verses on the left where Zubat is so the blue doesn't overtake one side. And I appreciate that yeah, much. Yeah, I did that intentionally. I could tell. Yeah. Cool. How much time has it been? <laughs> All right. Show, show me your your stupid thing that you threw together right. in like 20 minutes. It absolutely it is it is kind of um stupid and I created it based on just a simple idea and i just want to hear what you think of it if i can find it you're, you're definitely going to send me like a fucking mona lisa it's not shit. it's actually an abstract piece so you're gonna, oh god so you're not gonna like it <laughs> but oh, i man a fun so fact it's about be, it's gonna be like a sensory overload is what i'm hearing a fun fact about me is that i love abstraction so much mm-hmm. i hope to bring it um I hope to teach it one day to um, certain students. Anyway, I found it. I'm uploading it. Uh, if okay. you'll be able to see it. It's a PDF. Yes, because it's a PDF. Okay. And uh, again, you'll probably be able to see this if you're looking on our Instagram page. Alex, what am I looking at? It's an abstract is there, piece. Is this fucking loss? <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, so what I'm seeing uh-huh. is four, is four tiles, uh, all of light blue, turquoise, whatever, uh, and I see a splash of color, which I'm uh, I'm interpreting to be a fly, but could just as easily be a zoo. It could be a comic book zooming in <laughs> of like fucking Stitch's ship from Lilo and Stitch crashing into Earth. So it's uh. How it's hard specific? to tell, but I think it's just a bunch of fucking flies getting closer to a window. Interesting. Um, interesting uh, theory about the piece. Um, I, I, you were correct in that it is a time-based piece in that the panels work like a comic where you read them one after another, and it's an order of events. But I built it based on the idea of, like, tiny inconveniences being stretched uh, out of proportion like a pest. Something shows up mm. and it's tiny at first and then you try to get rid of it and you end up smudging it apart uh, across more of your life until it's out of control. It kind of looks like a troll doll in the last frame. Yeah, I noticed that too actually. It, that's exactly what it reminded me of. It reminded me of the troll hair. I didn't want to say yeah, it though because so, so then everyone will take so it. So don't kill your flies because they will grow hair and turn into fucking trolls. That's the lesson you should take away from this, actually. Um, oh, yeah? Troll hair, yes. Um, but, yeah, this is um, kind of, yeah, my my bougiest attempt at art and also just, like, I, I need to make I a could, piece. Go abstract. I could so ease. Don't take this the wrong way. No, I hear you. We see this hanging up in the MoMA with like a pretentious uh, paragraph on the side explaining what was going the what was going through the artist's mind at mind at the time of this thing. Bro, you, you just got you get you just got to blow this up into like 
4,000 times bigger and, and you got it. No, you know what you do is it's four different panels and it's painted. Um, mm-hmm. No description because the art should be able to speak on its own merit. And also it was absolutely not an insult because I would literally kill to get a piece of mine into the MoMA one day. So thank you. Really? Absolutely. I love the MoMA. Okay. All right. I would accept the Met too, but they don't exactly deal with modern art. <laughs> they, they, they I, I guess they don't. I don't really, I've gone to the Met a couple times. I've only gone to the MoMA one. And, uh, oh, we have different, we have different views of obscre- uh, on obscure abstraction but i do recognize that this is you know it's hard to look at at art and and uh say that it has no merit but it is abstraction is a weird thing you gotta admit that right? yeah abstraction is super weird but the reason i kind of fell in love with it um in college is because the way it kind of taught me to view art so let me let me go on a little bit of a rant here and i hope you yeah, all learn a little bit something a little bit about um, abstraction and why I love it. When I started um, college or student te- uh, student teaching, um, being a teacher's assistant, I keep messing up those things that I don't mean to because one is way more uh, uh, difficult and important than the other. And well, they're, I did, they're very different. I yeah. did the less important one. I was a teacher's assistant. Um, and in this class, um, I learned the reason for this class being about abstraction and it was like probably the first class every student coming into the college would take but it's exclusively really just about abstraction and the reason for that is it's a way for each individual person to kind of throw out their own mental baggage about a piece of art and just try and find ways to describe what you're seeing without attaching it to anything in the real world for example you talked about how the uh, the last panel kind of looked like troll hair. That would not be like super encouraged in that specific classroom because the whole point of the lesson around abstraction is getting you to consider not what it can relate to, but how it can like make you feel emotionally and what it could convey in a literal sense. So that sort of motion could also indicate motion or splatter. Or something like that, and that would be so me, a comment that you make. Like, okay, so okay, we're going, we're going, we're going deep art nerd on this episode. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, everybody. Um, but you, everything that we put on a painting or anything like that is based somewhat in the real world, be it like a splatter or even if it is motion or 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 something like that. We're basing it off of something that we've seen in reality. Well, I definitely. I would definitely disagree with that. Not the never the the goal is not always to create something based in reality. the The audience will see what they want to see, despite what the artist's intentions were, and that's why I think the piece is far more important than whatever the artist put into it. The idea mm-hmm. of abstraction being not to abandon the physical world and just like look into this weird like hippy dippy dimension where nothing makes sense. It's a way to try and convey raw emotion without the potential baggage of an individual audience member getting in the way. Like if I painted like a picture of a really nice tree, like a, like a nice apple tree, and then one person who comes and looks at my painting had a really bad experience with an apple tree once will instantly not like what I, I made based on what they brought into the piece. So that's what abstraction tries to get rid of. 
I understand what you're saying. I really do. I kind of, I kind of can't imagine. I, I, I find it very funny the idea of like Newton going into a museum and getting mad at paintings <laughs> for, for depicting apple trees. Yeah, apple tree is probably not the best example. That that's yeah. that is funny though. <laughs> gets pissed no, I, off. I do understand what you're saying. Um, I really do. I I just I I don't know. I think that um, I think there is a difference. So what you're saying is basically like. It, abstraction is kind of weird in in that sense, right? So it's you're trying to react to, to the piece as a piece and not what it represents. Not even so, that. Not even that you're reacting to it as a piece. You're you're trying to f- learn or or just learn something from it or see what the communicative efforts from the piece was without going through a literal sense. Like it's not a piece of a train where it's like, oh, this train is going somewhere. And that's a metaphor for the artist traveling through an important journey in their life. It's like, this dot means something. And I will stare at it until I feel like I can get a good message from it. But even if, but if you're staring at a dot looking for meaning, isn't that the opposite of what you're supposed to do? No. Art is about... Well, art is completely subjective, nearly always I, I won't say always because absolutes is not something i believe in ever sith um <laughs> no sith only deal in absolutes yeah exactly so i'm a, i'm actually not a jedi either because they also deal in absolutes that one absolute in particular yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the only absolute is that there are no absolutes bitch <laughs> literally yeah yeah now i forgot your question um, or comment. So I guess what my, what, what my question was is you were saying like um, you're not trying to react to the piece as a piece because that could be you could be trying to uh, um, extract what the artist intended by the dot. But you're saying that like we're trying to is it that we're trying to see what the dot means to us? Is that what it's supposed to be? We're trying to. With with all art, it's about like it, it's about the artist writing a letter and then the audience reading that letter. It's only that the letter is not written with word; it's written with the brush or the computer or building like blocks or something. And that it, it's like a different language in a sense that, or it's like reading a, a letter in a language you don't understand. You're trying to understand what it means without being able to just like read a description or listen to what the person has to say. It's Mm. about anything you need it to be about. And my favorite thing about art is that no interpretation is incorrect because art is for the audience. So whatever they get out of it is not inherently right or wrong. It's just for them. Mm. But Okay. It's also just like, you know, sometimes you want to paint a pretty anime girl. Hey, was that your intention here, Alex? No, not here specifically, but I'm saying sometimes okay. you just want to you just want to draw someone super hot, and that's fine too. That's okay. So that's not abstract art in that sense. And it, well, what Okay. Okay, I see it. I I see what you're saying. I don't know. I've I've never I, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never really talked about it with someone who hasn't also hated that class. 
I mean, okay. you hate it when you're going through it because it's so hard to just like mm-hmm. abandon the way you've looked at like shit your whole life and just try to be like, just try to look at it and just try to understand it without ever, without thinking about like anything in particular or literal. And it sucks. It sounds like, it sounds like you, the, the goal of abstract art, or at least of that class is just un- think about this without thinking. It's about undoing the bias that a lot of people carry into when looking at art. It's like, mm-hmm. it's an empathetic class almost where it's like, you're, you're learning about the piece and not about, like, I don't know, the, the shit on the piece. It's hard to explain, and I'm not explaining it well. What do you mean? Like, what do you... I, I, yeah, I'm not sure what you mean by the shit on the piece. Yeah, me neither. Like, it, it started like, out okay, well. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah, ignore that last explanation. I actually don't know what I was trying to get at either. Okay. It's a complicated I, subject, and I don't understand it much myself yet. Well, you said that you want to, you want to, you want to, you want to teach the thing, right? Is, so I take it this class, even though you hated it, did did a lot to change your uh, change your perspective. Well, no, I hated it in the moment, you know, like because mm-hmm. once you realize what it had taught, once I realized what it had taught me, and once I realized to apply the learnings of views on abstraction to literal pieces and to pieces that use symbolism, it's uh, it sort of changes the way you look at things, and just like it's like you learned how to how to read a little bit in this foreign language and now you can kind of get it just a little bit but you don't realize you get it until like after like a year of already understanding it i see what you're saying okay i think good because I, I, I don't understand what i'm saying i'm saying uh, is by the time you know. realize you know it you've known it for a long time and i don't think i realize <laughs> that i've known it yet <laughs> i just I'm sorry. I just clicked off your art and went to write right to my past, past 2020, <laughs> the boxing match. It's such a different. It's so different. It's no. like it, it is. It is actual high hoity-toity art to fucking rumble in the air-conditioned auditorium. It's, it's such so a funny. fun. It's such a fun um, difference, and I appreciate our friendship for it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, Mike, thank you for taking a di- deep dive into the theoretical with me this week. Yeah, we kind of did a little bit. Um, I had a lot of fun looking at your art, and I hope you got at least something out of my ramblings. Um, I, I hope so, too. Me, too. Um, I, I did understand, because like, there's also like a, a lot of... Um, it, it, abstraction is very different, but it also does come out of uh, this a similar to philosophy to... Um, uh, modernity, uh, which I know because I was an English major, so we're both kind of art assholes in a little bit. But me for books, you for you for actual pictures and yes, stuff. Yes, English is um, another one of the great arts. Oh, not English again? specifically, but the spoken word. It's the a good spoken art. word is what? It's one of the great arts. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's cool. It sure is. Yeah. No, it's like I I do understand what you're saying because it's 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 the idea of like. Just because someone didn't intend something to be a certain way does not mean that it's it's invalid to interpret it in a way that the author didn't intend it. Um, so it's it's. I mean, I think from what you're saying, abstraction takes that to the extreme um, because it it almost feels like abstraction is meant to be a meditation on 
the, the this thing that doesn't really have any meaning per se. It's just is what it is. It almost feels like a Rorschach test. What you're what you're describing. Sure. Yeah. Like it's a Rorschach test that was made intentionally. Yes. So like someone splattered the ink to look like a naked woman, but you could see it as a dog or something like that. Yes, but again, we're we're getting into the 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 literal here, where it's not the well, Rorschach the literal, test. The literal is what will explain yeah. or what will, will help understand, and then we can we can broaden. Exactly. Right? Well, that's that's the part that they try to get rid of in this specific class, because once you say, "Oh, that looks like a troll's hair," or "That looks like a dog," then everyone will who heard that will see that dog for the rest of the discussion on that piece forever. It's like a locked-in-your-head moment. That's why you try to talk about just the actual ebb and flow of the piece first, and you try to understand it in like a binary way. It's just like the paint numbers of this piece create this sort of feeling, and that's what I think it's about. And then you're like, yeah, it does look like a dog, I guess. So would it be like looking up at a cloud and being like, that's a nice cloud. I like the curve of that cloud. That cloud makes me happy for 20 minutes before saying that cloud looks like a duck. Well, it's also talking about like the, yeah, I, I guess, but also like, you know, like the more specifics of the cloud and you mm-hmm. know, talking about like, what if that cloud was crafted intentionally? What would the creator of that cloud have uh, wanted to say through it? What would... Mm you get out of that cloud like it's maybe like has a like a large underbelly and then it thins out really on top is it sort of a symbolism for the structure of our world where so many people are um on the bottom where only a few stand on top of them you know stuff like that it's just a way to open discussion towards anything that you could potentially see in it and it's uh, there's no right or wrong answer and that's why i like it because i suck at memorization yeah, <laughs> so you can make it up on the spot. It's awesome. You can just kind of say what you see and feel, and everyone's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, all right. That's why I like it. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, anyway, um, bro, let's let's grab from this picking bucket and... Uh... Let's, oh yeah, let's go. Let's go back to let's go back to our stupid tradition. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> stupid. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. All right, Alex, what's our challenge from the picking bucket? It's a challenge about wildlife photography. Whoa! It's another. It's another picture-based one, but this time with taking pictures. I guess. Yeah, yeah, we do. So this week we're going to be uh, going around. Uh, we obviously can't go to like the beaches or anything like that because that's where all the people are. But our our goal is to socially distant, go to uh, go around and look for animals and take as many awesome pictures of them as we can. Sounds fun to me. I already know I'm going to get some awesome Maybe. squirrel and bird pics. Well, yeah, I mean, there's not like... We, we don't live in Canada. We're not going to find any moose or anything super exciting. But who knows? Maybe one of us will find something actually kind of weird. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so, we'll get lucky. We will see. Um, but yeah, I mean. We will see. We won't be going to. Yeah, we will see. Uh, we won't be going to Yosemite or anything cool like that. 
but uh, we'll be we'll be doing what we can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Hell yeah. This actually kind of this actually kind of lines up with uh, the announcement of the new Pokemon Snap game that got revealed. Oh yeah, that's right. It did, yeah. get, it did get revealed. Um, you're listening to this in the future, but they just announced Pokemon Snap Three, which we know because we're nerds. No, not the third um, one. The second one. It's it's the second one. I thought there's, there were two. There there's were two already. Only been one. This is number oh, two. Oh well, you know what. And he you know says what? he's a nerd. I guess I'm just not that good of a nerd. Yeah, come on. Taking away a nerd star. <laughs> You're back down to 17. Guess... Shit. Um, but yeah, that's our that's our that's our goal for the week. We're going to uh I guess Photograph I, hate, I hate calling it this, but real life Pokemon Snap. We're gonna actually take some pictures <laughs> of wildlife. Uh we might actually call it that next week. That'd be funny. That would be. That would be nerd. But yes, that would be great. I'm here for um, it. God, I wish the zoos were open. That would be a real easy Bro. way to cheat this one. Yeah. Um, you know what? Now we can't. Hooray. Now we can't. We can't. We got to actually go to real parks and shit. See what's around. All right. Say goodbye, All everyone. Right. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been the 97th episode of The Weekly Undertaking. Wow, we've made a lot of these. Uh, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on whatever podcasting app you're listening to us on right now. You found us once. Make sure you can find us again. If you want to further support us, please sign up for Audible using our link, our code, which we have linked in the description below. It, you will get 30 days uh, free use for Audible, free access to uh, all their audiobooks. Um, so please just log on and use the code POSTFUN to support us. We also have uh, artists that help us do the weekly undertaking. We have Adam Rudy who does the music, and Winston De Jesus who does the podcast cover art. If you like what you see and what you hear, please show them some love. Uh, their social medias are in the description below. If you have a suggestion for us for the weekly undertaking, we will have uh, we have a form down in the description too uh, for us uh, for you to click on and suggest us to do things. We will make an honest attempt to do whatever dumb thing you want us to do, so long as it won't generally hurt our person um but yeah i think that's all we have to announce you got anything else for us alex just that i love you i do not care thank you guys so much for listening uh until next week don't forget to challenge yourself and in for a penny try something new Oh, you're going to let me do that. Are, are you okay? <laughs> yeah.